Hello and welcome to this special mind interview and this is Sananda Vishesh coming to you today. Um, well, not as chilly as it was over the weekend here, but chilly still. We are thawing um, as I speak. Uh, but today is a very special day because today I speak to Mr. Mario Diaz. He is Director of Aviation, Houston Airport System. And you would be wondering why we are speaking to um, somebody like that and you know typically our podcasts or our interviews are you know about politics and policy and why are we are doing this um you'll have to listen to the rest of the interview to find out why we are interviewing mr diaz welcome to mine interview mr diaz thank you Sinan. how are you i'm very very well thank you okay so the reason we are here is because there's a lot of talk in indian media as well and american media about air india coming to state of Texas. We don't know whether it's coming to Houston or Dallas yet, but, and I believe you are the man responsible for bringing it to Houston if it ever comes to Houston. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so where are we right now about Air India coming to Texas in general? Is that part at least happening? So recently we understand that the governor of the state of Texas happened to travel to India. Yes, he did. Um, and he met um, with Prime Minister Modi. Mm -hmm. And there were, there, he made the plea for a direct flight to Texas, Texas. the state of Texas. Um, with um, his position being very, very balanced um, and indifferent as to whether it would be Dallas or whether it would be Houston. And um, we think that for the longest time, we've been talking to uh, Air India, we've talked, mm -hmm. been talking to the Minister of Transportation on at least uh, three, four, uh, five occasions that we've been to, to India to talk about a, a direct flight from um, Delhi to Houston. Mm -hmm. And we think that, and what we really would like to do is to fashion the arguments and have your listeners understand, uh, number one, that it really does make sense for a flight between um, India, Delhi, and uh, the said Texas, because of this, just some, the sheer, sheer size of the economy of Texas um, and, the, and the economy of Houston. Mm -hmm. um, but we think that um, when you really start looking inside the state of Houston, there's really only one city, mm. and that's Houston. But why are you pitching Houston um, for a direct flight? I mean, your three top reasons. So when you really look at a market mm -hmm. um, and you think to yourself, uh, why would an airline want to fly? Mm -hmm. the, at the very, very bottom, it's revenue. If an airline isn't going to make revenue, if, it's, if they're not going to make, um, if they're not going to be able, if you can't demonstrate to an airline that your market, your economy, your people can generate, can fill the seats in an airplane, mm -hmm. then you have no business mm -hmm. going to any um, state, foreign state, let alone any foreign airline, mm -hmm. and, and pitching the idea that they, they should come to your city. When you take a look at Houston, and you take a look at the factors that drive seats on airplanes, um, essentially we have two very, very, very basic and distinct um, categories or um, components that really make the difference. Let's just talk about basically um, just the fundamentals of people traveling from Houston to Delhi and in, in India, in, mm -hmm. in Delhi and in India to Houston. Just on just a local basis, that, yes. that is the people that come for as visitors, friends, and relatives. So they come to visit 
tourism. They come because they have family, um, or they have, you know, they, they, they have uh, uh, children that, that go to school here, they're students in universities, and then um, they have relatives here that they come and visit. And those are fundamental reasons for why people would come to a city, just to come to the city, just to actually get off the airplane. When you look at just that factor, that component, um, and we run the numbers, um, you know, we, we, you know we're, we're really talking about um, being on par with another, other cities in the state of, of Texas and, and, and principally an, another. But when you look at, there's a, a very, very uh, incremental and very, very important component of that, and that is the power of a hub. Yes. And, 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 and Houston is the only city that has the power of the hub connected with Air India, and that is the Star Alliance. And that is um, the alliance that is associated with United Airlines here in Houston. Yes. And it is very simple. And to give you the dramatic numbers so that you understand, um, if you simply take a look at the revenue that could be generated, mm -hmm. we've run the numbers, mm -hmm. we've had these um, professional companies that have run the numbers for us, when you run the numbers and you look at a flight between Delhi and, let's say, Dallas, it's maybe $15 million revenue. When you look at a flight between um, Delhi and Houston, it's closer to 32. That's more than a 100% difference okay. in terms of total revenue. Yes. That is, um, when you take a look at the populations, they're relatively um, similar in terms of of, of population, it's it's really something that Houston has to offer, but, yeah. but Houston um, also is the most diverse city in the entire United States. That's true. Um, it is the fourth largest economy in the United States. Uh, you know, you, whether you're coming here for um, to visit and the things to do, when you really take a look at it, we have um, this is a cultural city. You have. 15 major museums, you have um, an opera, you have symphony, you have um, yeah. you know, the, the kinds of uh, plays and theater that are really, really important. You've got great nightlife, um, and you've got things to do, whether it's the shore down in, um, down uh, for the south of us, yeah. um, or whether you just want to explore vineyards, or when you um, like sipping on wine, or whatever it is that you Houston like to do. Houston has a lot to offer. Houston has it to offer to you. So how has your negotiation been with uh, Air India so far? So, so How did it start? Give us a little overview of where you started and where you are now. Just I guess brief, it would have been maybe four years ago, 2013, 2014, when we made our first uh, trip to India to talk to uh, the, the Indian government about um, a flight to Houston. This was under the past administration. Yes. This was Mayor Parker when we first um, made that trip. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we uh, took the time to, we also visited um, Mumbai, and then we, of Which course... Is the headquarters of uh, Air India. That's right, and then we visited Delhi, and, and then we visited a couple of uh, other cities. But, but the focus was really on trade and, and um, Air India. Mm -hmm. uh, airlines, um, and this is one of the points that you made about this, this, this conference, it was made again today, is that airlines really facilitate the growth of economies. Through the ability or the capacity to have different economies trade, mm. uh, and, and you know there was a very startling um, statistic that that I heard maybe a year or two ago, and it might be a little bit better, but at the time only four percent of the population of India has ever been inside an aircraft. Four percent. Imagine yeah. the potential that is there. Mm. Imagine the capacity 
that is there for growth of an airline. Um, and, and to the extent that you're talking about growing the economy of India, mm. if you're talking about the transfer of technology, if you're talking about um, foreign direct investment, both right. in India and foreign direct investment of Indian companies and, and Indian wealth in the United States, um, we think that uh, an, a bridge, we call it an air bridge, mm. between India, Delhi, and Houston makes the most sense. And Correct. so, and, and because of energy, Mm. Um, because of manufacturing, because of transportation, logistics, uh, because of medicine, yeah. um, because of aerospace, uh, all of these things. And all now these Houston is on the verge of becoming an energy partner to India, as you all exactly. well know. Exactly. And, so. and when you think about the energy disruption that mm -hmm. is taking place, yeah. and the movement away, although some people still believe that it'll be here for a while, um, toward away from fossil fuels yes. <clears throat> to um, renewable mm -hmm. energies and renew renewable technologies, India has the opportunity to get in on the ground floor. Right. So with their technical prowess, their technical smarts, mm. um, there are many, many um, opportunities yeah. that are there, whether it's in um, wind or whether it's in solar or whether it's in thermal storage, whether it's in battery technology, all of these technologies really have the ability to transform a good part of the Indian economy. And energy is really at the center of Houston. True. So that, that's just one. You look at healthcare. healthcare. We have the largest medical facility in the world. Yes. Um, there, there are all kinds of breakthroughs that are taking place. Uh, there are many grants that, that you know, the, the uh, universities have here. And, and they do this in, in consultation and in, in exchange of students uh, with countries like India. Yeah. And so that can be a second real source. So going back to my initial question was, how has your negotiation been? How has Air India taken to your pitch? India, Air India likes it. Likes um, it. I think the problem with Air India right now is that, as you know, it has not been profitable. Yes. And, and so the government and has... And the government is in the business of actually selling a lot of its shares right. at the so moment. Right. There, so there there, for the longest time, there were rumors, there was talk of the government divesting a certain amount of, it, of share in the airline, but it never happened. There was always this pullback at the last minute. Right now, they're thinking it might happen. Well, they're thinking it might happen. I think the problem right now is that Air India is the only international um, domestic or national flag of India. It is. And unfortunately, um, there was the idea that there would be a number of takers, there were a number of airlines that would come in, and um, they would bid, and they would want to partner yeah. with the Indian government. There is just one complication, and it is that the sale of the, the, the government's interest in India, whatever it is, whether it's 25% or 50% or 76%, as the case may be, comes with that proportion share of debt. Yes. So somebody has to be able to take the debt as well exactly. if they are going to be, and that's a problem. And that's a problem. That yeah. is absolutely a problem. But how does that affect your talks with Air India? Is that dependent on whether they get sold or part of them gets divested? Is that dependent on it, that? It is. It and, is. And it is for the following reason. Um, Air India has got to modernize its fleet. It's got aircraft, and they're, they're nice. But um, in order to compete today, you know, we're no longer even talking about 
the the technology that was available 10, 15 years ago, the 747s and mm-hmm. the seven thir- um, triple sevens. You know, Air India is still flying the A three forties. I think. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, 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 and these are not the best, best equipment. in the market. And and today you have the seven eight seven dash nine and tens, and you now have the uh, the A three fifties that are really really very very nice aircraft. Air India doesn't have the capital because of its debt mm-hmm. to go out and purchase a new fleet. Yes. And so something has got to be done with that debt, and I think that um, in order for progress to be made. Um, with negotiations, whatever they might be with other airlines, the government is going to have to find a solution to that debt problem. Yeah. So the government, I believe, is proposing 50% stake if they take over 75% debt. So that is the new carrot. So I don't know if uh, that's going to work out, but we'll see. Right. I, yeah. I doubt that, you know, I get 50% of the share, but I get 75% of the debt. That, that doesn't add up as a businessman. <coughs> anyway, <coughs> going back to um, our other questions, uh, because that is a part that you can solve. That's a part that is <coughs> in their um, basket. How many travelers do you envision taking advantage of this daily flight if it begins? And do you justify a daily flight? I think the numbers that I looked at, 300 passengers uh, each day, per day, each way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a significant number of, of people. So when you're really assuming that Air India um, moved up in technology to, let's say, uh, a 787-9, um, you're talking about, uh, what, 325 seats. That's, that's a very, very nice, or 265, 285 seats. 300 passengers per day each way right. is, is a very, very, very good demand for the service that it would be providing. And so uh, they could start out with an aircraft like the 787-809, you know, 265, 285 seats. That, you know, that, that could be a daily flight. That could be a daily flight, um, easily could be a daily flight. That could be, and you do uh, think that there would be enough uh, travelers for that, enough business and enough. Um... Absolutely, as as I said, we do the calculation, mm-hmm. and at the at the prices that um, we think Air India could command in the market, yeah. we we estimate that they would earn about thirty two million dollars. Um, in a flight between Delhi and Houston, wow. annually $32 million. That should be an attractive proposition if that is an attractive and proposition. And of India folks but, are but listening is, to us at but the But it moment. is head and shoulders above any other city in the state of Texas. Better than Chicago, I well, mean, overall. Well, you know what? Even Chicago. Even Chicago. We, we think that we have a better market than Chicago, but clearly in the state of Texas, there's no question. Wow. So we are going to ask some more questions to you on the other side of the break. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Great. Okay, coming back, uh, you made a lot of wonderful points before the break and why it makes absolute business sense to have a flight between Houston and New, uh, New Delhi, Air India flights. Uh, a question that I, uh, that you know, would make a lot of sense for the business community in India and uh, Houston is, what opportunities do you see between the industries in Houston and businesses in India? So, as I said, you, you know, I, I think the primary industry, of course, is energy. Yes. I mean, Houston is the energy capital of the world. And it's in flux. It's in transition. It's, it's moving away from fossil fuels to renewable technologies. 
Um, I saw this morning, for example, um, in the news where Saudi Arabia, yes. as an example, is investing heavily in solar. Now, think about what they want to do. They want to invest $200 billion to create solar farms in Saudi Arabia, in the deserts of Saudi Arabia, to generate, I think it's five gigawatts of power. <coughs> well, they can't consume five gigawatts mm -hmm. of power. So they're thinking about trans, <coughs> trans uh, uh, shipping or transmitting that uh, electricity to Europe over wires, the way that you would transmit oil through pipelines. Yeah. India can do the same thing. India, India is, is very, very tech savvy. Mm -hmm. um, you've got a very a, a great cohort of people that are very, very bright that can really, really drive technology. It's been proven. Mm -hmm. And I think that with Houston and, and, and the technologies and the companies in, in India that are involved in the energy sector alone, that by itself can be a, a game changer for yeah. both sides of, of, you know, for both of our countries. Yeah. Um, again, another one is uh, manufacturing. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's a lot of manufacturing that can be done and machinery and things like that. Um, and and uh, there's aerospace. Mm -hmm. We'd love to partner where, you know, we have our third airport is um, Ellington. It's a, it, we're converting it to a spaceport. We'd love to, to talk to companies in India that would be in the, in the field of aerospace um, to, to bring to Houston. So, and, and then of course, yes, there's, there's healthcare, which is um, absolutely essential. Um, when you think about the, the needs of the Indian people, for healthcare, and, and when you look at the kinds of facilities that we have here in Houston, these are facilities that don't just provide healthcare services, they provide healthcare training, they provide healthcare research, yes. and again, this is the kind of university to university connections that lead to new drugs being found, new um, techniques, surgical techniques, yeah. uh, new devices that are being created that form the basis for commercial um, growth and opportunities. And, and, and that's available here in Houston. Yeah. And because I'm from media, so I have to ask you tricky questions. What has been your experience with India's famous bureaucracy? And uh, what are some good points and what are some points that you wish would not have worked? You know, worked I don't think that the bureaucracy is any is very much different than other bureaucracies that we've come across mm. in other countries. Uh, China, for example, comes to, to mind. And, and you talk about bureaucracy, nothing happens in China without, you know, um, the, the following order all the way up to a certain level. But in some <clears throat> weird kind of way, it's easier to get things done in China if things if someone has set their mind to it in india it's you know it's a democracy there are revolving doors governments are busy with other things all the time they're busy with staying in power they're busy with working towards next elections so you know the governments are not always focused like a chinese government would and we're not making value judgment here at all it's just the different kinds of governments there are. So has it been a little frustrating to get their attention? Listen, we're talking for your good. It, it, it has, we, we've been able to get their attention is that the people just change so frequently. <laughs> that, that, I really think that that's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, I mean once they, they become stable and they've got an office and they've got a door and we can come. <laughs> and their phone number. And a phone number call. and you know, business cards. Oh. We can come visit them and the minute we start visiting them, they said, you know, hey, wait 
a minute, let me bring in our network planners and, and our revenue managers and, you know, we sit down and, you know, we think that we're very, very close and, you know, and we're ready to, to, to strike a deal and then the person you're calling, <laughs> no, 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 he's not here or she's not here anymore. They've moved on, they're chairman of this or chairman of that, and yeah. so they move on. And then you have to start the process all over again. And that's a little frustrating. And so that's, <clears throat> that's problem number one. Problem number two is that even once you get past um, stability mm -hmm. in the aviation field in in India, and you get a, a chair and a, a chief executive officer of Arena that's going to stay there for a length of time, any length of time. That individual then has to deal with the myriad number of problems that Air India, as an ongoing business, as an ongoing concern, has to deal with. Yeah. It's got to deal with its its debt. Yeah. It's got to deal with. Uh, modernizing its fleet, it's got to deal with customer service, and you know, and bringing the entire um, organization, all the people of Air India, to become inspired, to provide the best foot forward. You know, at one time in the in the late 40s, early 50s, Air India was wow. The Maharaja, yes. That 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 airline was sterling. It was phenomenally good. It can be phenomenally good again. Then but somebody, socialism struck it. <laughs> well, somebody's got to pay attention. Yeah. I, I just think that, and I, I, you know, whatever the government form of government, yeah. I think it can be good again. But you can't be good if you only pay attention for ten minutes and then yeah. you're off doing something else. Yeah. Th th this is a this is a child. This is an industry. This is an opportunity that India has to make a difference for the country. And, and, and until the government sees it as that, such, yeah, yeah. until the government understands that this is a path for economic growth. Okay. Economic growth, not to ge not generate not. revenue or money for the government, but for growth. economic growth of the government itself, to create jobs for its people, to create foreign direct investment, yes. to really grow the economy. Yeah. Until they understand that and recognize that, and then say, okay, we're going to take a different approach. We're going to put someone in place, and they're going to stay there for a while, and and we're going to work with them to solve the problems. Yes. Then and only then. Well, for I think the longest time, will make them even though there might be political opposition to disinvestment of um, Air India, but I can tell you this: amongst the commentariat, this has always been that this is the lowest hanging fruit for this government, and they should get rid of it now. So it's a, it's almost become a joke that. Till you don't um, disinvest, uh, until you don't sell Air India, you will not be burnishing your, you know, right. as uh, centre-right government. So that, that's always happening there. Right. One last question that I would like to ask you is, what do you see as the traffic growth pattern for next five years? Because obviously when an airline comes, they're not just going to look at the current time. They would want to look at what's going to happen five years from now, ten years from now. So ten years is a long time, but even five years from now, how do you see the growth pattern for Air India if they come to Houston? I, I think the growth pattern here in Houston would be phenomenal. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I think the sky's... Dallas is growing uh, bigger than... Uh, da you know. Dallas is growing. But, but again, da here, so here's the second part of the equation that Dallas can't match, and that is the power of the hub. Yes. So what United brings to the table, what United brings to the strength of, the, of Air India here in Houston is, you know, if you don't consider the transfer traffic, just the local traffic, Houston and Dallas are roughly the same. Yeah. But when you provide the ability of a distribution channel that um, aggregates traffic here from Nevada and from Arizona to the West and California and 
um, Denver and Oklahoma and Alabama and Louisiana and brings it to Houston, which is called before traffic, going yeah. to India. Yes. They can bring all these people here that then fill the, the airport. Aircraft. And then on the flight arriving in Houston, that someone in India or Air India can say to people in Delhi, hey, you can, by way of Houston, you can travel to Las Vegas, and you can travel to LA, and you can travel to Oklahoma City, and you can travel to um, Louisiana, and you can travel to Alabama. That's, it's, it's very important in just one stop Yes. to make those connections. That is, that is something that we have in Houston that no other city in this state has. Perfect. I to think, offer India. I think you've made a fantastic cause for the city of Houston and why there should be a direct airline from uh, India to Houston. We hope our uh, listeners get a lot out of this and the power is to be listen to what we are saying here. If there are any questions or any queries that you have, do write to us. You know where to write. Do write to us. Um, and mind makers and uh, we'll be happy to pass them on to Mr. Diaz's office and get you answers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back with another mind interview pretty soon. Thank you, Mr. Diaz, for talking Thank to you mind so makers. Much. It was my delight. Thank you.